Hello goblins and ghouls and welcome to my haunted life podcast. The podcast all about the dark history behind your favorite paranormal stories. I'm your host, Angela Hartjorn. Good morning, goblins and ghouls. How is everyone doing today? I hope you are all amazing and wonderful and ready for a great weekend. I'm excited for our weekend because it's the start of the Colorado Renaissance Festival. I've worked up there for, oh, wow. Didn't expect to do math. Uh, A long time. That's actually where I met my goofy-ass husband, so it's kind of a big deal for us. We're very, very excited. It's a lot of work to get ready and going, so, you know, stressful. Um, that being said, I am hurting this morning. I don't know what's up. I went to bed a little bit later than I should have because I was working on the podcast. Then the cats woke me up way way too damn early this morning like one was letting me know something was in the yard and the other one realized i was awake and didn't want me to go back to bed he instead wanted me to get up and feed him so needless to say today i am a dog person thank you to everyone that participated in the fireside ghost chat on the patriot Patreon page. There we go. It was so much freaking fun. I was like really nervous to get in there and my imposter syndrome was coming in. I'm like, nobody's going to show up and I'm sitting there in the room all by myself about ready to have a panic attack and suddenly people are writing me going, hey, you have the wrong Zoom link working. I Technology, man. Either way, it was so so much freaking fun and we're definitely going to do it next month as well I think the way the calendar works it's the second um Sunday or the second Thursday again but I'll double check and yeah we actually did have fire (laughs) it became a joke but um we everybody went and started lighting candles we all had our candles we all had our fire it was awesome it's gonna be a thing now a big shout out to new patreon people jason just realized i don't know if i should say it last name so my buddy jason and diane for hopping on and joining us and becoming patreon members Rallying enough, Diane's my mom, so that was kind of fun, and you could probably figure out her last name, but that's okay. Uh, I I honestly cannot wait for the next one. It was it was fun, you guys. If you get a chance, please join us. It was great. One of the things we talked about was doing podcasties, which I've been wanting to do for a while, and I'm finally just gonna do it. And I'm really excited about it. But I couldn't decide on themes, flavors, that sort of thing. I thought about doing a campfire 
stories. So like a s'mores with marshmallows kind of thing. <laughs> Probably doesn't help by doing a bunch of like forest stories coming up for spooky season. Doesn't help with the whole being afraid of camping thing. Then I thought about doing teas based on actual hauntings. So I thought like a black tea with strawberry and roses for Resurrection Mary. Um, another one I thought of, uh, a story I haven't done yet, but it's on the docket, is that of Nina, a spirit associated with the Shanghai Tunnels in Portland. Personally, one of my favorites, but I actually wanted to do the Shanghai Tunnels before I actually did the story. Ironically, it's all research and just sitting there. Story of my life. But she is commonly associated with the scent of lavender. So I thought a lavender tea. I also thought about doing ghost perfumes, but we'll see. Um, I'm going to be posting all the options in the Facebook group so people can vote on them. I was only going to do one tea at a time because buying a bunch of tea in bulk gets a bit expensive. But, as we all know, I'm not the best with technology, or social media, or websites, anything. Let's just be honest, anything. And I did not realize that you had to cash out of Patreon. I just assumed it automatically went into my bank account. So, that being said, all of the money from the beginning of the podcast has been sitting there accumulating. Don't get me wrong, it's not a lot, but it is enough for two teas, which is very exciting. The great and wonderful Kayla suggested releasing one on the anniversary of the podcast, so we're going to do that. But look for the voting for the next one as well. I'm very excited. I'm going to do them as soon as possible. Uh, a couple of small housekeeping things real quick. I plan the podcast schedule around having four Thursdays in a month. Apparently, this June, we have five Thursdays. And somehow that completely skipped my attention. I blame Fair Prep. So, I'm not sure what to do with it yet. I'm thinking maybe some virtual ghost hunting. Keep an eye out for an announcement coming soon. I'm, you know, probably do the my studio again because that's always fun and creepy. Maybe we'll do another Ouija board session there. Oh, I don't think I told that story publicly. That's okay. Um, also, next week is the fourth Thursday. So, no new podcast episode here. But there will be a new video podcast over on the Patreon page. And this month, I'm really excited. Because it's... Pride Month, so I'm going to tell you about a bunch of different queer ghosts. 
I usually rank them. I usually do like a top 10, you know? But I didn't feel like I could do that this time. So, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you about a bunch of different ones. And it's gonna be fun. And I'm trying to find as many as possible. And I'm really excited. I'm very excited. Anyways, on this week's episode, we are continuing our adventures in Texas with my buddy Rain, and this time we are going to the infamous Goatman's Bridge. This is an incredibly sad and dark story, full of racism, demons, and even child murder, so be prepared for that. Oh, and definitely some animals slaughtering and not for food um, I feel like the story of Goatman's Bridge has exploded in popularity in recent years and it seems like every ghost show or YouTuber or podcaster has done an episode on it so here's ours uh, I'm curious who guessed it from my different incredible clues I put out there. I, if you didn't see on the Facebook groups, I uh, came up with clues to hint you into the podcast today. It was dumb, but I enjoyed it. I might do it again. So let's get into it, shall we? Grab yourself a cup of tea, make sure the doors are locked and the sage is close by. I have a story to tell you. Goatman's Bridge is a local name, but the original name of Goatman's Bridge is Old Alton Bridge. I guess technically its original name was Alton Bridge, but officially its name is Old Alton Bridge now. The bridge is located about seven miles south of Denton, Texas. Take I-35 East South to exit 463 and merge onto the I-35 Frontage Road. Turn right at Lillian Miller Parkway and go 0.8 miles where the road becomes farm to Market Road it like it you'll eventually get to the place where you can turn right at old Alton Road. It it's definitely country roads, let me tell you. Here's some background history on the bridge itself. Most of this comes from Wikipedia. Old Alton Bridge, also known as Goatman's Bridge, is a historic iron truss bridge connecting the Texas cities of Denton and Copper Canyon. Built in 1884 by the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company, it originally carried horses and later automobiles over Hickory Creek and a location that was once a popular ford for crossing cattle. The bridge takes its name from the abandoned community of Alton, which between 1850 and 1856 was the seat of Denton County. 
the heavily traveled old Elton Bridge remained in constant use until 2001 when vehicle traffic was moved to an adjacent concrete and steel bridge. Prior to the new bridge, it was necessary for, for motorists to signal when a car with a car horn before crossing the single lane span. So obviously it's not getting a lot of traffic. The new bridge straightened out a sharp curve on both sides of the creek and provided additional travel lanes. With traffic vehicle traffic removed, the bridge became an important link connecting the Elm Fork and Pilot Knoll hiking and equestrian trails. Today is a popular location for nature enthusiasts and photographers. Old Elton Bridge was included in the National Registry of Historic Places on July 8, 1988. It's honestly a cool little place. I'm very used to Texas being very dry and brown, maybe more of a tan to be fair, but this area was lush, like seriously. It it was so gorgeous, to be honest. It was just really beautiful. It was like we came off of like, like I said, brown to just bright green. It was lovely. There's undergrowth and scrub oak all over the place and it's thick. It's like seriously thick. You would think you're in a more less dry climate. One of the things that surprised me the most about the area is how not desolate it was. I expected a place out in the middle of nowhere and it's really not. It's very active. I expected to also run into a couple other paranormal seekers. Like I said, it's gotten really, really popular. And there was a lot of people out there. There really were. There was people everywhere. But we were the only weirdos out there looking for a demon. You could tell the locals because they knew exactly what we were up to and chuckled at us as they went by with their doggos. The bridge itself is pretty cool. It was much bigger than I expected, but it is that classic red. I always thought the word was trussle, but apparently truss bridge. We don't have a lot of bridges out here in Colorado like that. And like our walking trails have like very simple little bridges, not old Elton bridge level bridges for walking trails. It was cool. The only thing similar that I've experienced that I could think of was the Royal Gorge Bridge in Kenya City. Now, the Royal Gorge Bridge is definitely a lot longer and a lot higher, but
but it's the closest thing I have ever experienced for any of my Colorado locals out there. The floor of the bridge were these large wooden planks, like really thick, and I think that's part of what reminded me of the Royal Gorge. I expected a quote-unquote abandoned bridge to be rickety, but it was completely solid. It was really sturdy. I was surprised it was only now being used as part of a trail system. Also, as someone who has a horribly irrational fear of heights, this bridge wasn't too high for me at all. It's weird to say I expected dilapidation. Dil I could say that word last night when I wrote this. From this bridge, but it almost made me feel comfortable. Like it was really relaxing out there. Rain was busy looking at the graffiti and laggles. Miss Lagatha, if you're nasty, Rain's wolf dog, and I were enjoying watching the turtles sunning on the logs below. I completely geeked out over the turtles. I, it, I have probably more video of the turtles than anything else. But it didn't feel like we were out hunting a demon whatsoever. So y'all know by now that I love to dig, dig into the history of a location. And I have a tendency to avoid stories without a lot of legit, credible background. I said during the Screaming Bridge episode that I loved the lore and I was so afraid that I wouldn't be able to find a lot to back up the story. And I ended up finding so much documentation. Goatman's Bridge is the exact opposite. There is a rich folklore that has built up around the story, but not a lot to substantiate the lore. Although, again, the lore is real thick. The more popular, usually cited legend states there was a very successful goat farmer named Oscar Washburn who was said to have moved his family to a residence just north of the bridge. He's apparently out there doing his thing, being a goat farmer for a couple years, and he had become known as a very dependable and honest businessman, renowned for quality meat, milk, cheeses, and hides, and was dubbed the Goat Man by locals. He also apparently displayed a sign on Elton Bridge reading this way to the Goat Man. He also happened to be African-American, and this is in the 30s in Texas. In particular, in August 1938, members of the local government and the Ku Klux Klan heard about him and went out after him. They ambushed him and hung him from Old Elton Bridge. 
they the story just sucks. Uh, they hung a noose from old Elton Bridge and after securing it around his neck, threw him over the side. When they looked down to see if he had died, the noose was empty. One story I said, I read said that it was still swaying back and forth, but there was no wind. The panicked clansmen frantically searched the area unsuccessfully before rushing to Washburn's little home in the back where his family was. Some stories I read home, house, shanty, so I don't I don't know the quality of this home, but where him and his family lived. And we don't know why really they ran out there. Some believed that he, they were fearful that he might have survived, but mostly probably to cover their tracks. They set the home on fire with the Goatman's family still inside, shrieking as they burned to death. Some believe they did this thinking if he had escaped, he would rush to the cries of his dying family and they could recapture him. However, Washburn was never seen again. Or maybe he was just in the form of a half-man, half-goat monstrosity. There is another variation of the story that actually predates the bridge itself in an account that may go back as far as the 1860s Texas Troubles, some Copper Canyon cowboys lynched a Creole slave goat herder named Jack Kendall from a tall creekside tree near where the bridge now stands. And content warning, but an aptitude separated the runaway slave's head from his body. The slavers then watched in horror as a headless body raised itself from the creek bed mud, believed to be animated by voodoo ripped off the head of a nearby goat to replace his own, still dangling in the noose. I'm not sure exactly how that would work, but I thought it was a cool story. I mean, it's a horrible story, but very interesting uh, idea. Both of these stories sound great, but unfortunately, they are just stories. Even though we have first and last names for both possible men, according to a lovely little website called WeDentonDoIt.com, there is no record of either of these men actually 
existing. The man that wrote the article for We Denton Do It, I just love saying that. That is such a cute freaking name. Um, Sean Treat seems to be the local paranormal expert and runs ghost tours of Denton. According to an article I found on their website, there was a third possibility for the goat man. A lynching that happened in 1895, but unfortunately the link for more details was broken. Even though none of these stories can be substantiated, around this time is when the stories started. The story of a half-man, half-goat outside of Denton haunting the area. Locals warn that if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, as the clansmen are said to have done, you will be met on the other side by the goat man. There are reports of car doors locking and unlocking on their own accord, which I'm telling you right now, that would be the end for me. Nope. Don't mess with my escape plan. No thank you and numerous vehicle breakdowns in the area. Remember, the bridge has been closed to vehicle traffic since 2001. So I guess you have to switch to walking across the bridge very steadily with a flashlight. Any of my Texas people, let me know. That being said, going on foot might not be the best either. It is said if you knock on the steel bridge, three times at midnight and if he heard you you will smell the stench of decaying flesh and he will appear before you on the other side I think I would prefer to be in a car thank you very much another version says that if you visit on Halloween and honk your horn three times Visitors can see the goatman's glowing eyes. I think I'm. I think I would go for the glowing eyes, not the stench or actually him being there. I'd be again in a car. Ghostly figures and strange lights are said to appear in the surrounding woods, as well as reports of visitors being touched, grabs, grabs. I have no idea where that came from, grabbed and having rocks thrown at them. Several other reports tell of numerous abandoned cars that have been found near the bridge with their occupants missing. Others report seeing a ghostly man herding goats over the bridge, while others say they've seen an apparition staring at them holding a goat head under each arm. More tales of strange noises have been described, including the sound of horse hoofbeats on the bridge, which I wonder how different horse hoofs sound to goats. Just curious. 
splashing in the creek below. Mananic, mananical, I can't say that. Maniac-like laughter and inhuman-like growling coming from the surrounding woods. Some people believe that the goat man was summoned by Satanists and not the consequence of a tragic past event. There is believed to be a portal in the area that Hellspawn can move through freely. I've also seen that Satanists went out there because of the Goatman and opened this portal. You know. Weird shit's happening. Long story short. And the Goatman is not alone. There are reports of a feminine spirit who wanders the area, allegedly searching for her lost baby. Some believe this to be the Goatman's wife, eternally searching for her murdered children, and sometimes taking unattended young children left along the river. This might sound really familiar to long-time listeners of the podcast. Because some believe it's not his wife, but it's the infamous La Jorona, who is known to haunt the rivers of the Southwest America. So, you know, they, they just could be two scary evil spirits hanging out together in Texas. I don't know. It added a, an extra creep factor to me, and I'm really glad I didn't know that going into this. So yeah, when we visited, we definitely had some weird experiences. Things I'm not sure I can explain away, and I don't like that. So right after this break, I'll be back with Rain to tell you our story. So today we are on again with our dearest friend, Miss Rain, talking about our adventures in Texas. Continued, I guess. How are you, Miss Rain? I'm good. Excited to get to talk about some this weird experience we got to go on together. I totally just realized something. Hmm. Anytime you do anything with the podcast, it's a trilogy. Because the vampires, we had three episodes, and now this, we have three Texas episodes. I'm highly amused. You're just that epic, babe. Everything comes in threes for me. Oh, see, that's just weird then. Mm -hmm. I sneeze in threes. I have never seen heard you sneeze in threes. That's hilarious. I'm going to, like, count now. You realize that. I do. It's three. One, two, three. There's always three. <laughs> That's so funny. So, today we are going to talk about our adventure to the infamous Goatman Bridge. It, I, I was kind of shocked with 
Goatman's Bridge. We kind of mentioned it last time. But you, you kind of expect this out-of-the-way, desolate area with this weird de- falling-apart bridge. And there was, like, a little kid's soccer tournament, tournament right on the other side of the hill. It's a very active trail. People are always freaking around. It was strange. <laughs> it was pretty weird the first time I ever went out there, too, because out of all the... I mean, when you look at Texas and you look at the most famous and most well-known Texas haunts, you know, you get mineral wells the hotel that's there um and then you see goatman's bridge show up a ton of times on ghost hunters um a lot of other paranormal investigation oh yeah shows always want to be on it so but i feel like even when i watched it before i even visited the bridge you always think it is in a desolate area um but yeah there's cars going by constantly there is a soccer field on the other side of the creek it's a probably good like quarter of a mile away but still the kids are loud it's a big park and it's about a mile away from a major intersection. So there is a lot of concern for noise pollution, too, if you're trying to do stuff during the day. Yeah. I, I mean, again, just very popular recreation area. I was just like, oh, this is so strange. This is supposed to be one of the scariest places ever. And there's quite literally people everywhere. Lots of people fishing. Yes. Playing with their dogs, we had a lot of dog interaction because we had the infamous Laggles with us again, which you would not believe how many people have emailed me and been, or texted me or whatever, been like, Laggles is so cute. Well, I get that as the best girl. She is a cornball, so well, I don't know if I posted pictures. Oh, I had the video of Laggles freaking out on the bridge. I'm like, how does everybody know? Never mind. I remembered what I did. So basically, same thing with Goatman's Bridge. Um, It's one of those urban legends without a whole lot of historical backing up to it. Which I think the story has basically taken on a life of itself at this point. Like, I think it's spooky because we all know it's spooky. If that makes sense. Like, the weirdest thing I think we saw down there was all the graffiti. There's a lot of graffiti down there. That was strange. Um, that being said, we did have some weird experiences. Um, I mean, I mean- it was really interesting if you look at the graffiti from under the bridge that goes where like the main highway is versus the graffiti that was on the bridge itself you can definitely see two different trends and like the graffiti back into the woods too yes that is such an excellent point i was literally just looking on the pictures that we took and everything and the bridge the bridge isn't bad it's a lot of like carved hearts with names in it kind of thing but you go what was it down the trail a little bit and off to the left there yeah. was how would you describe that area that was such a weird area it was i so i don't 
I don't, I've never been back there before. Okay. Because, full disclosure, I am a wuss when it comes to paranormal. <laughs> and the one time I went out there, I stayed pretty much in the car. Oh. I was too scared to get out of the car with my friends at night. And so, because that was the big thing to do, is go there at midnight, knock on the bridge three times, and the goat man will appear. And I had no part of that. So, anyway, that being back in the woods with you was the first time I had actually gone back there. But it was... It was like a heavy bubble, and I don't know if it was necessarily yes. like the the graffiti and what it was saying on the trees, and just like it's like an open thicket. Yeah, it's like this weird clearing thicket thing out of nowhere, so it's pretty wooded. Yeah, and there was like, you see like a tree with like, what was it, like a protection symbol that said stay out? Yeah, lots of crosses, not upside down crosses, which I thought was very wow. interesting actual crosses and it was just like protection on each of the trees and like this round thicket enclosure it, which, it, oh sorry keep going babe i was like i guess i guess the term thicket's the same across the states but it's like an area that's kind of tree-like but it's like imagine a campground like if you were going camping and you had like a clearing enough to put up a tent yeah so kind of, that's surrounded by bushes and trees it's kind of what we call like a little bit of a thicket camp area and that's what this to kind of give you an idea of what this area looked like. Because everything around this area was very lush. Yeah. Like, we're in Texas. It's 100 degree humidity. 100 degree humidity. Something like that. And we're right next to what, in Colorado, we would call a river. Um, I don't know. It was a river. Is it a river? Okay. Because I'm like, that's a lot of water from for someone from Colorado. So I was like, this is like a drainage ditch in Texas. I would be really amused, but there's a lot of water. It's very, very lush, except for this one area. And it was the creepiest place. <laughs> but like you were saying, it was almost like a bubble. It, it was very strange because we walk into this area and then suddenly we started getting kind of spooked and we're like, oh, you know, it's everything affecting us because is that isn't that where we also started getting the cold spots yeah that's where i get that random chill i think yeah i got the random chill i don't remember i remember feeling like a chill at one point but um you know what's really weird about that section too if i remember right it felt like a crater because i felt like everywhere else we were pretty high up and then we had to kind of like go down into where everything was kind of, we were surrounded in like a circle and felt like we were down in a hole. But it was probably like, not that, it wasn't that big. It was probably like 100 meters, if you look at a track field, of just like a diameter of clearing or less than that. It wasn't very big. It wasn't very big. It, but it, yeah, I can't, I don't remember. I'm like looking, trying to look back at the pictures and videos. Because there was one area, and I think it was this area that we were in, and I think I started filming goosebumps on my arm. Like, we weren't getting, and the thing was, like we talked about on the last one, on Screaming Bridge, I didn't think to bring equipment like a dumbass. I didn't think to record things. Next thing I know, Rain is the one pulling this stuff out and going for me. Thank God for good friends. And 
Because I just was like, oh, we're going to be a tourist. This is going to be fun. Tourists take pictures. I don't know what I was thinking. But um, this is one of those we started recording more a little bit. And you, I didn't, I guess I didn't know how far ghost hunting equipment on your phone, like ghost apps, have come. Because those were always one of those, you just don't do that. That's lame as hell. You're not going to get good sound, anything. Oh. Recording in progress. I forgot to do that. <laughs> After all that, I forgot to do that. That's okay. I'll figure that out later. Most of the thing will be there. Anyways. But, um, now I lost you. Um. We pulled out, and I still have it on my phone because it was such a fun little thing, but it's a ghost hunting app, and it's basically um, an EMF and a ghost box kind of combined. And I, mine is literally called ghost hunting. You had a different one. I had a different one. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like the one with the blue. I cleaned my phones with them because that app does come on randomly and was freaking me out. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> That's creepy. It was really creepy, and I was just like, I'm over it. I don't want to hear it anymore, so I deactivated it from my phone. Oh, um, no. So it was like ghost detector called yeah it was ghost hunting tools and i know you're kind of recording this meeting right now but it's like this little app on your android it says it's got a little yeah. handprint that's the one i have horny. yeah oh maybe we did have the same one i thought you had a different one what are three different things on <laughs> and then i had another one too but i don't remember what it was because you had the one that actually recorded what we were doing because the one with the yeah. hand only allowed you to take snapshots of what was on your screen as opposed to record what was going on on your screen. Which was a little bit disappointing because we didn't really realize this until after the fact. Like, part of our adventuring in the area around Goatman's Bridge was waiting for our apps to download. Because we didn't even think about this. Because there was one area... Where it was after the weird thicket area. We just continued down the trail. And you came to like a weird literal puddle of water. It, like it wasn't part of the creek or anything. It was just this weird puddle. And we both just got this feeling like we were being watched. And again, the best weird detector is Laggles. And she started doing, like, weird whining at this point. And then it went away. And then, if I remember correctly, that's when you pulled out the app. And we're like, we're going to start doing this now. Yeah, that's where I found that out. That <coughs> lets you, it's like the, almost like a spirit box. Mm -hmm. Where it will let you talk to you. Where it scans, like, the radio waves. And I was like, this sounds interesting, let's do it. But again, both of us were kind of biased, I think, in a way, towards cell phone apps. So we decided to download two different apps. And I'm sorry, I don't remember what the second one was. 
Yeah, it probably hit me like after we finish the podcast and I'll send it your way. Um, but what was weird is you have an iPhone, right? I have an iPhone, yeah. And I am full Android. Like, I love my Android. So two different phone types with two different apps. And they would go off simultaneously and stay silent simultaneously. Oh, that was so weird. Because, like, whenever I pulled that up, I would hear a voice and your thing would beep at the same time. Like, it would say a voice. That, I thought that was what was pretty weird in this one little puddle spot. Yes. Because there was, like, I can't, I'm, like, trying to see if I can't find the videos. Because I swore we saved all of them. And I probably should have checked before we, you know, got on. But, um, yeah, because there would be a, some reaction, usually a voice on yours, and then mine would start losing its goddamn mind beeping. Yeah, it was like, rrr, rrr. hello. The little spirit box was like, oh, hello there. Thanks for joining the party. And that, that to me was just so damn strange. And then when, um... Mine, because, like, it had the ghost box, it didn't talk. Or if it did, I didn't have the settings right. But it would come up with, like, paranormal puck things. So there would be, like, the programmed word that would come up. I don't think we ever had matches. But they were always very close. That was weird. That was very weird. (laughs) It was really weird. And this is a moment when we had Lagatha completely off the leash because we were kind of away from the major crowd. And Lagatha wouldn't stay near us in the puddle. We kept having to call her back. No. I just went there one. And she's usually a dog that stays within, like, eyesight. She's like, I want to just get away from this. Right? She is usually, like, I mean, she's very independent. But she also doesn't like fucking around, man. Like, she Later on, she was having fun. She was running around like a little jackass. But in this area, she was just like, I don't want to be in here. She kept wandering. It was very strange. Even she had like, her little head down. Like... Right? And the next time, we already talked about it. The next time I'm out there, we are going to actually bring real equipment and try this again. Yeah, because, I mean, it was... What, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, one thirty-two, almost 2. Mm-hmm. And we got on our cell phones like, a lot of action. Yeah. A lot of weird feelings that we can't explain. It's like, I remember there was one part where my little boop, 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 boop thing was going off. And I just started, like, going off into Scrub Oak, basically, f- trying to find where this is going. Oh, yeah, you went into the bushes because you were trying to follow it. You were trying to get the signal. Yeah, I totally, like, disappeared. It was like, doo-doo-doo. I just kept following until it just suddenly died completely. And I turned around, and because it's so thick, I couldn't see where the trail was right away. And you had gone up over the hill, I think, to get Lagatha, which, ten feet away kind of thing. It wasn't that big a deal. But that initial turning around and realizing, I didn't know where in the hell I was. Because when you came back down the trail for me, I 
I didn't, I was in completely the wrong direction than I thought I was. Yeah. That and was, I was like, so you okay? Weird. Isn't that when I yelled homicide? Like the thing? Yes! <laughs> yeah, you're, was it? Sam, I was like, are you okay? What's going on? And it yelled homicide. Yeah. That was so thing. And then, because you're, I think you said homicide and the mind said like killed or something. Yeah, at the same time. That was, that was probably, I'm getting boost goosebumps again, actually. Just right? Saying, Same. <laughs> Look at that. Like, I, ha! I, I, I'm so just funny. like, oh, that was so creepy when that happened. It was so weird. And, and Lagatha was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, no, Lagatha <laughs> took off and left us again. And it, because I was like, I grew up in the mountains. I grew up in Colorado. I can figure out trails. It's not hard, especially with trails that are very well beaten in. And the fact that I was only honestly maybe 10 feet off the trail and I was so lost. And I remember when you came back down, the noise of you coming back down, I was completely faced the entirely wrong way. It didn't make any sense because I remember you coming down and hearing the like the crunch of a human coming, turning around real quick to see what the hell is behind me. When you should it, it was. I don't think I've ever gotten disoriented in the woods. Ever, and it was a very uncomfortable feeling, and then for the machines to start yelling at us random words. That's pretty weird. Because I also remember right after that, we started getting names. Which I want to say one was like Michelle or something. It was like Michelle. Then there was like the, what was the funny voice? <laughs> it was. I can't believe we did. Laurie. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point it randomly yelled Bible. Oh, yeah. Pray. Pray. Um, I think Butcher was in there. Yeah. I think the and one... Repent. And what? Was it Repent one? It was, like, it was like three religious things. Yeah, like right in a row. And then I want to say you actually got one that said Goatman. I was like, is the Goatman here? And it said Goatman. I was like, oh, we should walk away. And it was all in that same brush where you were disoriented. Yes. We got it all right here in this one section. And what's bad is my phone actually stopped recording. So I was recording and was recording all of these messages. And that's the one time it stopped recording on these things. Which we can't prove it said. But it was just so frustrating because we're like, we get all this action and both of our phones messed up. It was very strange. It was one of those, like, my, of course, we're playing with these funny apps and everything. But my battery on my phone drained to almost nothing out of nowhere and I'm like yeah I don't like this this is this is not fun to me and sadly I think I have the pictures from all the the silly apps and everything but it still doesn't give you the oddness of the place. Yeah. Well, that's something to go do a thorough investigation. But yeah, it was definitely weird feeling, for sure. To be there midday 
and get that much type of responses on these apps. I mean, I want to go do it with like real ghosting material, not just phones, but right. the fact that Lagatha had that experience and then our phone stopped working and we had that experience on the apps, but it wasn't recorded. It didn't record it for, and it's been recording everything else. Yes. It, it was, it was very strange. And the, again, the fact that, oh, that was another weird thing that our phones would do. Weird. Our phones, again, Android and Apple, things would just drop. And it was like both of our phones, like, there was one time both apps crashed at the same time. And we're, like, far down the way, away from the bridge. Which, according to legend, is where he actually lived. Mm-hmm. He lived down the way. Uh, with his family, and there's another part of the legend, and this is, I'm wondering if we were in that area, there's another part of the legend that when the goat man was killed, um, you know, they brought him out to the bridge, killed him, hung him from the bridge, and then the group of Ku Klux Klan members, basically, went out and killed his family set fire to their home, and let them burn to death. And that spot is supposed to be known to be incredibly strange. I didn't know that was a part of the legend when we went out there. I just knew the bridge. I was like, okay, the bridge is cool. I mean, honestly, the coolest thing on the bridge was watching the turtles. They had, like, all these cool little tur- I was obsessed with the turtles, you guys. I have so much freaking videos of the turtles. It's not even funny. But... There was a lot of turtles there. There were a lot of turtles. I loved them. But I'm wondering if we ended up in that area where the family was killed. I don't know. Like, we kept followed the trail back to the very end. And it definitely got kind of weird back there. And there's, like, that fallen tree that blocked off one trail that says, enter if you dare, Goatman territory. I don't know. There's, like, a couple yes. horny things. But we just, like, we, it came to a fork. And we didn't go through that tree, but we decided to just take the middle path because we didn't want to be out there. We didn't want to go too far. It was midday. It was hot. It was very hot. Um, you know, Texas 82, but preheating with mm. its humidity. Mm-hmm. Good old 106 today. Oh. Um, we were bad at 92. Fuck that. <laughs> But, yeah, that's when we entered, like, this thicket area. That's where Angela had this very mm-hmm. disorienting figure. And even when we came out of the brush, it opens up to a bigger trail. And we had to sit there for a second and, like, look both directions to determine, okay, which way's back. Yes! And it, luckily, like, the so- you could hear the kids at the soccer field. So we just followed the kids' voices and we get back to where we were at. Like, it was almost embarrassing for me to get lost on these man-made simple trails. And then, yeah. It it was so strange. But, like, when we found that the log down and everything, and then we took the different forks, when we found that log, Laggles is just running. Like, she is having so much fun, and she does the same with the dogs, where they, like, basically run circles around you, and they get as close to you as possible. Yeah, the zoomies. The zoomies, Yeah. But, you know, she always still comes back. And that definitely did not happen when we got to the thicket. She was just like, 
nah, I'm going to see you guys over here. Like, she just yeah. did not want to be I in that area. I ended up having to leash her because she wouldn't stay next to us. So we were getting close yes. back to people. So I was like, you can't stay in this area with us. Sorry. It was... I don't know what I expected. One, I didn't expect anything. Like, I know it's a famous legend, but there's no historical anything to back it up other than the history of the urban legend. And it's like freaking one o'clock in the afternoon. And I think we ended up spending way more time there than we thought. We did. We, we were there for quite some time. We, didn't, we don't even know where the time went. We're just like, oh, geez. Yeah, because suddenly it was like three o'clock, Almost four o'clock. Yeah. And we were like, oh, shit, we have to get back and do help with dinner and shit. So, so got it. we had to be home by six. Promise for dinner. And we still have one more location to go to. Yes. But yeah, it was... It was a very strange... Strange place. I'm... I understand now why the legends are what they are. And... I'm almost worried about going back in the dark later. Because I would want to go back to that place. I, I would want to go back to that thicket, I think. Oh, in the dark? But that's the thing. I could just see myself with, like, string. I would, like, bring rope to, like, tie at the very beginning of the trail and then just, like, slowly bungee myself out. Like, it it honestly spooked me. I was, I was shocked. It, again, the getting lost in the woods is what spooked me the most. That reminds me of, like, remember when we were in the trees and we heard, it's like a large animal. We both freaked out. Yes. Because we saw the prints in the, in the mud and it looked like goat prints, but I told you they could also be well bored. Yeah. I forgot about that. We have to have pictures of that, God damn it. I think we did take a picture of the prints. Yeah. We found. I completely forgot about that. Because I was like, no, let's go back. And you're like. Might be boring. I was like, ooh, don't want to mess with that. Yeah, because you don't want to mess with wild pigs out in Texas, because they will, they will kill you. Yeah, that much I know about Texas is don't mess with the pigs in Texas. Yeah. I've been ran up a tree before by one. Oh. Well, it's like my, with the pig, my concern was, would laggles get involved? And that's where my brain went, was like, okay, we need to leave now because of laggles. You know, I have a wolf, but she's kind of a wuss. I think she just let us defend for herself. I mean, I'm okay with it. If she runs and let us do our thing, that's fine. I'm all for that. But, like, if they, like, broadside her, I, 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 mm-mm. Mm. No. It, that was the creepy part, because we both kind of, like, got back to back. We're like, what was that noise? It sounds like there's something in the trees, and it was really thick. You couldn't really see very far no. in the thicket. But it was close was the thing and it was heavy but w I swear where it was we should have been able to see it it was that close to us yeah it's not really close it would, but the weird thing is it was just like a couple of crunches and then it went away like we didn't hear it leave or maybe if it stayed in one spot I never heard it again mm -mm. it was I remember it's a little bit more like it's coming back to me that's weird it right? was really weird but a lot of the demons seem phased by it like, we heard it, but she just kept doing her own thing. Well, at that point, she was trying to get us to out of the damn thicket, too. Yeah, she did not like the thicket no. at all. 
She's a really. I guess yeah. She wanted out of there. She's a really good ghost hunting dog. You should be very proud. She's how mom wants to get out of those situations as quick as possible. <laughs> She's reading your energy. I mean, that makes sense. So, final thoughts. What'd you think of Goatman's Bridge? So, I mean, I've grown up here in the Legends. Grown up here in the stories. I've had lots of people that I know that have gone out there. Um, I've seen pictures of from people that have gone out there. I need to find some pictures and send them to you from what my friends have taken and seen at Goatman's and videos that they've taken. Mm. There's some creepy stuff that they've seen. And I was, like like I said, I've gone one at a time, but did not get out of the car because I was too scared to lock the doors. Um, at night. <laughs> so that's why when you say go back at night, I'm like, oh, God. Uh, but I'm a lot older now, but still just as scared. Um, I was impressed. I didn't, especially when we had that trifecta of religious situations after homicide and butchered that didn't get recorded. And then the weird feeling of something there. I was just like, I'm glad that's where we ended it. Yeah. I was really scared of bringing something home. And I was like, I don't want to take anything home. Yeah, next time we're gonna, we're gonna go into it far more prepared. Maybe not at night. I would be very upset if I got lost in Texas and gored by a boar. Yeah, I would be really upset too. <laughs> I can just imagine our little ghost coming up and being like, well, fuck. <laughs> right? Now we're stuck out here. And then, because the other thing I found in my research, because we're running out of Zoom minutes, but, like, the other thing I found in my research was, um, his wife, there's a story of the goat man's wife, when she was killed, she basically becomes, like, this water spirit that goes and takes children. So some people think she's La Llorona and other ones say she's her own different thing. But apparently that's a big thing down there. I mean, I guess she's pretty lucky to be next to a soccer field. God damn it. branches okay i'm going to stop this one and then i'll call you back for the next one thank you to everyone out there listening today if you are interested in more pictures info and my sources for this week's episode make sure to check out my website myhauntedlifepodcast.com Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. If you have a ghost story you want to share, email me at myhauntedlifepodcast at gmail.com. And make sure to tell your friends and family about it. 
word of mouth goes a long way. And I seem to that seems to be where I get most of my listeners. So thanks a lot, you guys. You can also follow my Hunter Life podcast on every single social media thing. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please subscribe to the Patreon page. You can support the show for as little as $2 a month. We have a bunch more fun stuff coming up. I'm I'm just I'm just having fun at this point. I'm very much enjoying cutting down the amount of um podcast episodes per month so I can actually do fun stuff with you guys as well. Although the podcast is my fun stuff in life, let's be honest. I wanted to give once again a huge shout out to my girl Rain and of course Laggles. This again, you guys planning a ghost adventure for me is apparently, you know, my love language. If you ever want to get on my good side, let me know. That that's the way to do it. Like seriously. And who doesn't love Laggles? Let's be honest. Next week, I think is how it works. Nope. Next episode, we are doing a new, another, there we go, not new, another Texas story, and we're going to wrap it up then. So, music is by Ghost Stories Incorporated, and that's it for this show. I'll see you all next time on my Haunted Life podcast. And until then, stay spooky. So we're going to test it. So test, 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 test. Test, 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 testies. Balls. Which shit?